Hi, Andrew. Welcome to week six. How are you doing? Is it week six or week seven? I can't remember, but yes, I'm I'm good. Um, Definitely one of them. This yeah. is week six, we think, with a grocery guru that is Andrew Grant. Now, he's looking like he's just stepped off of an M&M video. Uh, if, you know, I'm not sure how many people can remember that far back, but um, yeah, it's it's quite cold here. I think uh, I think we're moving into um, the proper weather for the proper season. We are, we are. So this week, what are we talking about? Well, I think, as I said, uh, we're moving into Christmas season, uh, uh, despite the government possibly doing its best to stop us enjoying ourselves, whether that's right or wrong. Um, yeah, I think it's pantomime season. I think it's time to um, start uh, rolling out the, you know, he's over there, and oh, yes, he did. Oh, uh, no, he's not. Oh, no, he's not. Have a look at maybe some of the villains, pantomime villains for the season. All right, and... Uh... Pantomime season's coming up, may happen, may not, but I get your point. Who's our villain that you want to talk about? Well, it's just something, because um, we're trying to keep these things topical. Um, the British Brands Group, which uh, um, encompasses some of the biggest UK brands, um, uh, published a review this week of retailer compliance to GSCOP. Oh, okay, okay. So, so under the, for those who don't know is legal, is a piece of law governing UK supermarkets. Um, yeah, and every year legally, each of the uh, 13 designated supermarkets has to write a report to the adjudicator, the, the government official that runs GSCOP, telling uh, her, now him, um, how they've done. And right. British, brands, British brands have collated all that. And um, yeah, here we are, let's have a guess. So the, the country's largest retailer, is how many complaints of all the many thousands suppliers they um, they deal with and the billions that they spend with uh, suppliers each year how many complaints do you think they had last year sorry alleged complaints so these are breaches of gscop and by the way you worded the question i should say thousands but i'm going to guess it's not okay well they're alleged breaches darren Alleged breaches. All right, so I'm going to go with 250. Okay, it was 45, which, you know, there were some headlines in the uh, business press, trade press over the week saying, you know, um, Tes Tesco are the villain, Tesco the G-Scott villain, with 45 alleged breaches amongst, I reckon that's less than 0.25% of their suppliers who have made an alleged breach. Um, my view is that's pretty good. Yeah, but you and I have talked about this before, and uh, we've pl I've played along for the last couple of minutes, but here's where I don't play along. There are about 10,000 suppliers out there, and 45 complaints is bugger all. And that yeah. is not a measure of how well they're doing. It's just not. Okay, why don't we then divide the 45 complaints into how many billions of pounds the supermarkets spend with suppliers, and it will come out, you, you'll run out of zeros after the point you will but here's a stat for you so i got this one from linkedin in preparation for our week six oh. and it says i shall read it to you for every complaint not gscop specific but every complaint there are 26 other unhappy customers now i worked out that last year last 12 months there have been 154 breaches alleged breaches of gscop and if I times that by 26, I arrive at about 4,000. And that is how many complaints I think are really out there. So GSCOP is not doing really well. What's happening is suppliers are frightened to report. 
Yeah, I know that's you know when the when the adjudicator does does um, does their annual um, supply review, which they do yeah. annually. The number one reason for not raising a breach is fear of reprisals. Um, and yeah, that's my challenge. yeah, that's my challenge. Since GSCOP has come in in 2010, so it's about a decade old, it's 10 years old, we've got two, uh, what I say, 154 breaches uh, or alleged breaches. But really, how many are there? There's got to be more. I don't know. It's difficult. I obviously I'm I'm am sitting on the the retailer side of the fence here. I don't think they are the pantomime villains. Um, oh yes, yeah. they. Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, I don't think they are the villains. You know, you can look at the numbers and you know lies, damn lies, and statistics. We can spend all day, you know, throwing numbers back at each other, either trying to make it look like a big problem or it not be a big problem. Um, you know, when you actually read the adjudicator's um, annual reviews, etc., she, uh, Christine Takeon, who's now uh, now given up the role, um, always talks about just how um, compliant the retailers have been, and particularly she she did a um, uh, a bit um, this week about what she thinks she's achieved in seven years, so her sort of leaving memories. And the number one thing she pointed to was um, the co-compliance officers. Yeah. who are, for those people who don't, um, aren't that au fait with the code, they are independent of the retailers' commercial divisions, that typically their company secretary or company legal. Um, she pointed to them as being the people who have made the code work within the retailers. And I think what I'd point to, Darren, whatever your numbers say, whether it's 45 complaints, uh, sorry, 45 alleged complaints for Tesco and there's 26 times that, um, not reported. I think I'd actually point to the retailers who are not covered by GSCOP. Ah. Because I, I probably get, I don't know, half a dozen calls a week from clients um, asking me about problems they've got with GSCOP. And how many of those six calls, so let's say I've had in the last six months um, 100 calls, how many of those have related to one of the 13 named retailers? Oh, actually, I, I well, how, hmm, I've no idea. One in two? Uh, no, no, no. No? Less than half a dozen. So right. five, six, five, six percent. The vast majority of the calls I get from our clients that are worried about the behavior of a customer yep. um, are not those covered by the 13. I'd probably get into huge trouble if I named them. Okay. But some, you know, the, the ones I get the most calls about are some of the big high street names that happen to sell groceries alongside their newspapers and books and alongside their perfumes and face creams, um, etc. Um, those who I get the complaints for, are, I think the, 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 the conclusion I'd come to is that the 13 retailers covered by the code do follow the code as much as they can. And those complaints, those alleged breaches we see, hey, stuff will happen when you're, when you're dealing with multi-billion pound businesses and tens of thousands of suppliers, the odd thing will slip through. Um, I think the bigger problem is outside, there's, there's a lot of our clients who are struggling because of COVID, um, having big problems with important customers to them who are not covered by the code. 
And I think the other part we shouldn't forget is whilst the code is governing those 13 named retailers, we also know that suppliers have a duty in order to be able to help guide their relationship with those brands. Yes. And, and suppliers, it, we know that one in two don't really understand the code and also one in two, I'm using broad numbers, don't have a written supplier agreement, which is a problem. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, I think we've said it before. Um, when you get to smaller suppliers, the knowledge and the, most importantly, the amount of trading they've had in the code drops to less than half of them have had proper training in the code and yeah how, how are you going to know what you do if you've, you've not had the training so we're talking this week about our pantomime villain which are the 13 retailers and the breaches that they have not have oh Those no they're not <laughs> oh yes they are the people who aren't coming forward or who are pantomime villain 13 retailers, but you're saying the complaints are quite low. I'm saying that they're all hidden and they need to come forth. I think, the real, I think the real villains are outside the 13. <laughs> Our 10 minutes are up. We ought to cut that bit. But Andrew, thank you very much. We'll see you for week seven. <laughs> Bye-bye.